and welcome to this week's episode of Margaritas with Margarita Cheng, CFP Pro. I'm Hope Katz Gibbs, producer of the show on the Incandescent Radio Network and Incandescent TV. We know you are going to love today's guest, financial coach Linda Lingo, CPA. She is an authority on women building wealth. Her successful 35-year career in corporate America and her 10 years as a financial advisor has given her practical experience radical knowledge, and a deep understanding of the best ways to manage money for the modern day woman. So I am so excited to hear this conversation. Take it away, Miss Rita. Well, thank you so much, Hope. And Linda, here is to celebrating you. Welcome to Margaritas with Margarita. Thank you, MIT. <laughs> we are so excited that you are here to share your insight, wisdom, and expertise. I think we'll just jump right into it. We're going to talk about the secrets of financial freedom. Before we discuss this, I know you have something very important to share with us. Money EQ. So what <laughs> is money EQ? Well, that's a great question. It's one I really didn't know much about until I transitioned from being a financial advisor to a financial coach. And so money EQ is uh, emotional quotient of money. So I believe that money actually has two sides. It has the emotional side of it and what I call the EQ and then the IQ, uh, the intelligence. So it's right brain, left brain, if you will. And it's something that as a financial coach, I go pretty deep into, but anyway, it's the emotional side of money. So tell us if you will, I know we only have a short time, but it would be helpful. How do money EQ and money IQ differ? And why is it important to address both? Well, I think it's critical because the emotional side of money is actually our money story, which then translates into our money beliefs and our money blocks. So money in itself, as, as every, well, I don't know, as you know, Rita, anyway, it isn't good or bad. It's just a medium of exchange. And it's when we start applying that good or bad that we develop a relationship to money and money can either be our master, our enemy, or our friend. And it's the emotional side of money that dictates how we relate to money. If we're, if money is our master, we'll do everything for it. We'll save. We're going to be huge savers. We're not going to spend unless we absolutely have to. Um, and, and that's kind of the, the master side of it. If Money tends to be our enemy. We'll we'll spend. We 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 don't do well with very much in our bank account. We're not used to having very much money, and we're going to spend. We're going to have a really tough time sticking to any kind of a budget, and we're probably not going to have money goals in alignment with our values, and therefore it's going to be tough for us to follow through on those. So that's kind of the money EQ side of it. It's actually the first pillar I use when I'm coaching women because I believe that you really have to have a really good understanding of your money beliefs, which are formed as early as five, six, seven years old, and um, and then know your values. And when those two are in alignment, then you can set goals that you're going to follow through on. So that was kind of a long-winded answer to your brief question. <laughs> no, but I absolutely love it. And for people who are uncomfortable seeing values, I say it's basically your priorities and passions. Thank you. Yes. Perfect. So I think that it'd be so helpful for you to share your journey, meaning how you became a financial advisor. And then from that, you decided to coach women. And so how do you help 
uh, women with their EQ and how has your journey played a role in that? Well, thanks for asking. I appreciate that. So when I was um, in my late 40s, I had a job transition. I actually decided to stay home for a while. I had my second child late in life. And I had an, an appointment with my advisor, my financial advisor. And I went in and we had our annual meeting. I had my statements and I had a couple questions. They were written down. I was prepared. And so um he was in his office. It was dark mahogany wood. He was on the other side of this really big desk. And, you know, I had all my papers spread out and I was asking my questions and stuff. And he couldn't answer one of the questions. And I, you know, I thought, oh, I must be asking it the wrong way. So I tried reframing it, asking again, and he was getting tense. And I thought, oh gosh, I must really not be doing a good job of explaining this. So I tried one more time to ask it in a different way, using different words. And he, he leaned over the desk. He put his hand on top of mine. He said, honey, don't worry about this stuff. As long as you do what I tell you to do, you'll be just fine. Well, needless to say, that did not settle very well with me. As a matter of fact, my skin was crawling and I was shocked. He was so condescending. And I thought, you know, I'm a smart woman. I'm a CPA. I have an MBA in finance. I know numbers. And so... I, I packed up my papers and I stood up and, you know, us women, I thanked him. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, you know. <laughs> and I walked out the door and I thought, I don't ever want another woman to have this experience. I can be a better financial advisor. I will learn how to talk to women about investments. And I did. I went home. I researched. I Googled. How do you become a financial advisor? And I studied and took the tests and became a financial advisor and loved it. 10 years, I did that. I grew my practice, loved it. But what I realized was financial advisors, typically back in the day anyway, did not get paid to educate their clients. Back then, it was all commission-based and assets under management, technical term for how much money you're, you're managing. And I realized that women really wanted more education before they made a financial decision. And so, and I love doing that. I love educating women on, on any money topic, really. And so that's when I transitioned from a financial advisor. So I'm no longer doing investments for people into coaching. And so now I get to work with women either one-on-one -on -one or in group settings or workshops, educating them on, on their money. And that's when I really dug into the EQ versus the IQ, because the IQ is where most people jump. Yeah, you know, the budgets, the investment plan, the tracking your spending, you know, it, they add up and it, it's the rows in the columns. They all um, add up and they're more tangible. So I think people are more comfortable with that. But what I have found is the EQ is really the foundation because unless you understand your relationship to money or your money blocks, I mean, I don't know about you, but I grew up with the sayings of money's the root of all evil. That was a big one. Or you have to work really hard for money. And that really shaped my um, my beliefs around money until like 10 years ago. I didn't even realize it was so subconscious. It's crazy. So that's how I went from my life as a CPA to a financial advisor and now to coaching. No, I love that. And I thought it was so important for you to have the opportunity to share that because it highlights your passion for not just financial EQ, but... IQ. Uh, you do know numbers. Oh, yeah. Someone asked me, 
last week. How can we help women invest more in X? I said, well, time out. I think we need to take the question, uh, take that question back and say, how can we help women become more engaged with their finances before we go to investing? So with that in mind, how can we help money, uh, women be better with money and have money be their friends? Oh, that's a great question, Rita. And I think it's one that we're all working towards. I think education is very important, helping them understand, um, you know, not just the emotional side, but once they get to the values and their goals and alignment. And then, of course, understanding, you know, at least the basics of, you know, what investments are out there, whether it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds. And I'm not saying you have to be a stock picker, but you should understand what they are and how they can work for you. And, and then it's, you know, starting to invest early, working with a financial advisor like yourself and getting those investment plans in place. And it's also savings, you know, making sure that you're saving for your goals, whether it's your down payment on a house or whether it's your kid's college education or, you know, those kind of things. And then it's also having an accountability partner. So I, I think the statistic is women are 66% more likely to obtain their goals if they have an accountability partner, whether it's, you know, their spouse or a girlfriend or a financial advisor or financial coach, it's keeping them accountable. And, and it makes a huge difference. And I think that is another way that we can help women be more proactive uh, in achieving their financial freedom. Well, thank you for that. March is Women's History Month, but you and I know that we should be thinking about this every month of the year. So what would your top three tips be to help women achieve financial freedom? Top three. Okay. Money mindset. So understand what your EQ is and then actually decide to be, to prosper and to make money your friend. Plan. What are your goals and strategy? What's your financial path? How did you, you know, how did you decide to go down this path? And then action. What's your IQ around money? What are your habits? What um, is your budget, or as I like to call it, your intentional money spending and saving plan, and then track your results. And then, well, you asked for three, but I would say four is then get support or have an accountability partner. No, that's okay. I just did three, but yes, four, ask for help. I think that we, um, you know, it takes courage to ask for help. And as you mentioned, sometimes there can be a lot of judgment. Well, how come you don't know this? And that actually does not serve women well. So um, Linda, how can people learn more about your work uh, and find you? So here's the opportunity for you to share um, your website and social media handles. Okay. So um, my website is www.lindalingo.com. And I'm on LinkedIn, the same, um, Facebook, the same. My Instagram handle is Money Mama Mentor. And that was something my daughter came up with because I love helping young women. I'm actually speaking at a, at a university at the end of the month to graduating uh, women seniors. And it's all going to be about how to um, get off on the right, standing on your own two feet and how to become uh, financially independent. So the mama, Money Mama Mentor is one way, lindalingo.com. And uh, you can contact me through lindalingo.com. Um, to set up a free 20 minute exploration call if, if you so desire. Well, thank you so much. And again, here is to celebrating you and all you do to help women achieve financial freedom. Back to you, Hope.
Amazing. Linda, oh, we're so glad that you are with us today, but that you are here helping women really maximize their confidence in being able to have money, invest money, prosper, spread it around, all the good stuff. So thank you to our audience. Thank you to Ms. Margarita Chang. You are listening to financial coach Linda Lingo, CPA, and so very much more. We look forward to sharing a guest blog post by Linda, which we'll uh, post on margaritachang.com and promoting all of Linda's wonderful work. So thank you all for being with us this week. We will see you next Friday with our next truly amazing guest. Thank you so much for being part of our Incandescent Radio and TV family. This is Hope Katz Gibbs, founder of Incandescent Incorporated, the PR and publishing company for women entrepreneurs. Our Incandescent Radio and TV shows are brought to you by our advertisers and clients. Margaritas with Margarita Chang, CFP Pro, brings us 15 minutes of tips every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, where you'll meet experts who are helping us flex our financial muscles. Find all of the episodes at margaritachang.com. You'll also meet intuitive psychotherapist Kara Keem, who interviews therapists and other intuitive guides from around the world. Learn more at karakeen.com. And you're going to love social justice expert Karen Hanrahan, CEO of the San Francisco-based Glide Memorial Foundation. She bridges the gap from local impact to global change on her thought leadership show on Incandescent Radio. Learn more about Karen at karenhanrahan.com. You're also going to love Alina Liao, founder of the radical wellness journaling company, zenitjournals.com. Alina asks, have you tried to journal but found it hard to keep up? Zenit makes it easier to journal for your wellness. With Zenit, you can customize your journal with prompts that speak to you. No more blank pages. Your Zenit is your personalized space to take care of yourself. Website, zenitjournals.com. Feel it, write it, Zenit. You'll also meet amazing Tracy Schott, founder of voicesforchange.com. Tracy is determined to change the world and end domestic violence. Learn more at voicesforchange.net. And we are so thrilled to be publishing a book for Angela Mitchell, who is the tech expert of case management. And she's also the founder of this fabulous organization, Kids Code 2. She is determined to teach kids to code computers. Talk about teaching a kid to fish. We invite you to discover and peruse all the Incandescent Incorporated websites, the magazine for women, by women, about women, incandescentwomen.com. Our health and wellness magazine is beincandescent.com, the business of mind, body, spirit, soul, and heart. Our YouTube channel is incandescent.tv. And you can learn about our PR and book publishing services at incandescent.us. If you'd like to have your own radio and video show, check us out at incandescentradio.com, where you can see what we can do for you. These podcasts are also featured on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Our podcasts are produced by Brandy Wilsker. Our videos are produced by Nelson Benavides. Our website developer is Max Kukoy, and our incandescent illustrator and designer is Michael Glenwood Gibbs. If you'd like to learn more, please send me an email, hope at hopegibbs.com. Here is to your incredible, indelible, incandescent success. Much love and many thanks.